Listen, sweetheart, we're not gonna make it together, see? We don't get the brakes. So this is a kiss-off. You take the high road, I'll take the low road. We'll see who gets in well before who, okay? If we meet again, great. If not, happy holidays. No hard feelings, but, uh... You have a schedule. Right. I suppose Caroline has nothing to do with you. You were the one who wanted a child. Why don't you wake her up and tell her that? I don't want to tell her. I'm telling you. I love Caroline. You don't know what love is. Shh. You don't know what love is. This is a lie. He let me down, I must tell you, quite disgracefully. So I'm looking for an architect. My husband's an architect. <laughs> so you put up buildings as well as knocking them down. <laughs> Corporation Buster. Oh, he doesn't have a minute to spare. Uh, what about now? He has a minute to spare. Ever watch a movie where your most favorite movie star is defiled by your least favorite actor? It happened to one of the Starkitects while watching Two for the Road. Albert Finney exhibits all the telltale traits of the stereotyped architect. Self-important, aloof to his wife, khaki pants, and a set of plans tucked under his arm, ready for red lines. Audrey Hepburn, his wife, is tragically miscast as the love interest, but the mad mod fashion of Mary Quant is amazing. Just amazing. Ugh. And now, your hosts, Ben Scalia, Jeff Walensky, and Roberta Pennington try to tear down what Hollywood has built up. It's Stark Attacks. A movie been selected. Shame on you. At least there was an architect in this one. Anyway. Bird. Oh, damn. Um, so uh, let, before we start talking about the movie, let me introduce my guest today. Uh, to my right is uh, a well-known designer in the Portland community. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I was going to say, that's not me. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Vincent Agalia. Yeah. Hey. Woo! Hey. Uh-huh. And in front of me, a uh, a, a star architect, a well known, <laughs> a star architect in his own right, <laughs> Jeffrey Lewinsky. Yeah, come on, that's Yay! right. Hey now, hey now, hey now. Let's get all up in that. Uh, so if you're Bravo. wondering, where's your guest? And I'll just say, my guest wanted to come in a little later in the day, and that just doesn't work with our nope. Sunday brunch schedule. Nope. So we'll have him. Uh, at a later date, for sure. So today, it's just just me and the guys in the basement, which um, I forgot my taser, so now I'm very... <laughs> <laughs> it's a beautiful day in Portland, Oregon. Let's talk about two for the road. Oh, God damn it. Joanna! Joanna! <laughs> Joanna! Joanna, 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 Joanna! We... I'm 32 years old. 33. I'm 33 years old. <laughs> that hair pit, That hair piece... Says much older. This, so we watched Two for the Road. Oh my God. With, uh, ni- 1967 Albert Finney, Audrey Hepburn. <laughs> A little background. Mark Wallace, played by Albert Finney, is supposed to be 33. In reality, he was 31. Joanna Wallace, a timeless, timeless spouse of beauty, played by Audrey Hepburn, who can never do any wrong, was 38. She was 38 in this movie. They're supposed to be at like the same age, right? Yes. And 
Albert Finney, I mean, come on, he's never been a good-looking guy. He's his. He he came out of the shoot looking like that I, though, right? I mean, has he always looked old? Yes, he's always yes. looked old, and his vo- I mean, his voice is. I, mean, I could not understand a fucking thing he was saying, and oh, then, then he God. started eating an apple, and I'm like, he's going, and then he eats an apple. So, so I actually went back and turned on the subtitles so I could understand <laughs> oh what they were. That's the smart thing to do, because this movie was 100% ADR voiceover. I mean. Every line. Oh. Because there's so much cutting going on. Can you imagine being the poor sound guy having to sit there with with Albert Finney in the booth? Oh, Lord. No, just say it again, but less mumbler. One more time only. I'm 31 years old. (laughs) So he looks, he kind of looks like hell at 31. And Audrey Hepburn, obviously, very beautiful always adorable so that she looked so old and miscast in this movie she looked there are many scenes where she looks straight up older than albert finney i know she's in real life she was Mm -hmm. older than albert finney but Mm -hmm. it just didn't work she looked very old it and it looked she, it looked, looked like they she was put like, like mod trying... mod clothes on a scarecrow. Yeah, I mean, and they were like it, she's she was so trying thin. so. Oh my god, she was so. She's so. Oh, thin. it was so like unhealthy, thin, and then she just she was just acting the shit out of things to just get yeah. Albert Finney to react to something, and nothing was coming out of that guy. And I'm like, oh, you're trying so hard. So th- this relationship started when Joanna essentially cock-blocked Jacqueline Bisset. Yes. 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 And she didn't even like the guy. No. I mean, she just didn't want them to fuck, right? So it's yeah. like Albert Finney, Mark, and <sighs> and Jacqueline. Jacqueline, who's, who's name Jacqueline. Jackie. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Jacqueline Jackie. Plays Jacqueline. And they're, they're kind of having a moment in the, the pension. Right. And, and Joanna walks into the room and essentially throws cold water on the deal and then they leave together and they spend the rest of the movie borderline hating each other's guts. No, it's a, it's a damaged relationship from the beginning. So the the movie in general is it it all revolves around many road trips throughout their oh, yes. relationship. So the movie intercuts with uh them when they first met, it intercuts with them 2 years into their marriage, it intercuts with them Ten years down the road in their marriage, there there's another point too. I'm I'm missing another there, moment of time. There's sort of like a there's yeah. the two years and then there's like a ten and then then right after that there's like a it's there's this movie. How long? Oh, when I'm watching this movie, all I could think about, and I don't know if you guys have seen it, but have you ever seen the movie Funny Farm with Chevy Chase? Yes, it's an underrated movie. It really it's 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 funny. So there, he's a novelist in that movie. Really quick, he's a novelist in oh that movie. Oh my god, I have seen that movie. Is it Marion Steenburgen? No, there's a girl that looks like Mary okay. Steenburgen. Uh, Mary Steenburgen. Anyways, um, so he, he plays a novelist in the movie. He he spends his whole movie trying to complete this big novel. He sent, he gives it to his wife to read, and he just stands there and watches her read it. She gets to the last page, and as she turns it, she finishes the manuscript. He goes, well, what what'd you, what'd you think? What would you think? She starts crying. <laughs> Because she hates it so much and feels so bad. And her reaction is, and this is my reaction to Two for the Road. 
I don't know what's going on. There's flash forwards. There's flash sideways. There's flashbacks. I don't know what to do. This is terrible. I felt the same exact way watching this movie. I didn't know where we were at. There were sideways flashbacks, up flashbacks, back flashbacks. Absolutely. Precaps they of the should, flashback. They should have done it like that. Like that movie where they do everything in a different color when it's in a different yes. time zone. Like so the only like, way I could tell what what where they were was by her hair. That's it. That's it was the wig. Or but she was Audrey's wearing wig. like a plastic visor. <laughs> I really love that stuff. Now realize that that was the, the stuff in the the year with ten years the down year the road. The year two thousand. <laughs> That's when they were ten years. They met in nineteen fifty three, and then end of their relationship. It's the year two thousand. The year two thousand. Well. I spent most of the movie just looking at the cars because, because there was a well, lot this, of this nice old cars in it. Perfect. It's, you know, Albert Finney is a complete aloof prick. He's a cock. To- total prick. And that goes right in line with a lot of architects. And <laughs> and he drives and an shitty old rehab cars that he thinks are cool, but they they suck. And he doesn't they know. Suck. And he doesn't know. How they work or how, how to work, work on right. them. Just like an architect doesn't know how the building works either. <laughs> I just hey, it's all fire. it's all spatial concept. Oh. You, you know, you're gonna mess up the whole design. Yeah, right, right. That, oh, right. That's, that's like, yeah, yeah. I know you're messing up the spatial concept. Maurice, this guy, Maurice, so, it's the spatial concept. You'll I'm mess 31. up the whole design. <laughs> It, the movie opens like it's so on the nose. Like it opens with so many like road signs, <sighs> like the credits, like the Saul Bass type of I, credits. I, I actually like the the intro. That's that's better, better than last week. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> but this guy is so so. It opens with like all these road signs, and it's just like too on the nose for me. But uh, so it opens with them at the end like they're 10 years into their marriage or something and and whatever it's it's the year 2000 okay basically (laughs) they put his car on the fucking plane i'm like who is this guy he's an architect he's working for maurice and he has like the it was a private jet yes it was like a private no but there was other people on it so i was very confused but they could smoke they could smoke. Well, it was Open 19, 1967 it was exciting to watch it the arrogancy of this guy when he goes i must have lost my passport Turn the plane around. <laughs> he, they're in the air. And he goes, turn the plane around. That was a recurring theme that was... Oh, the passport thing is so... Totally old. fucked up. It was It was tired. It was he tired from that one. Yeah. Oh, it's just... Oh, the, uh, but I do want to make note about Audrey's costuming. Because at the beginning of the movie, they gave a big list of the designers who contributed to her look. And the one that was, I was so excited about was Mary Quant. So she was known for the mod. Um, she was, I was always known as the mad mod world of Mary Quant. Did she design the... So um, she did the visor. She did all of the, the clothes. The hot dog on a stick uh, outfit. I have no idea. She was a big fan of the who. The, the, those, those like tall know. hats. No, but she did She did big the, fan of the, the like super uber <laughs> mod stuff. So all like the visor, when she was wearing the visor, the big wraparound. The glasses were bug huge. Glasses. Great, crazy blocky colors. Oh, and yeah. So, I mean, I was digging on like, that. Those glasses were She looked retarded. like she was going through a plutonium. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, okay, this car's going to start flying any minute now. <laughs> It was, yeah, it was like the Alpha great race, race or, Max. the great the race Alpha or something. Race. I'll get you. 
But I didn't. Jack but, Lemon. But that one, I love that beautiful, like, look like mylar dots. And then she had the mylar dot earrings. I'm like, ooh, girl. That, that's going to give you cancer. Or, or what was that? <laughs> the one that was like the, the it was like a plastic. Two piece suit. It, oh it yeah, was like, it, it was, was like all vinyl, <laughs> plastic. And she's like walking very haughtily down the road. It, I'm like, girl, you know, you're gonna pass out. That thing does not breathe. That thing would totally kill you. That <laughs> it was. It was like a pla- It was like a garbage bag, <laughs> and not sexy in any way. It, no, she sorry. Was, God, she was so thin. It was making me so. Yeah, upset. she was. I was like was wanting so to go upsetting. get a cheeseburger watching it. I would have preferred if. Instead of her, they had cast the um, Joan Rivers robot from Spaceballs. That would have been a way <laughs> funnier movie. Wow. That is a... And a character named Barf comes in. Yeah. Cut. <laughs> what? It's... I... Should it just... I ask why? <laughs> well, I mean, it's similar range of motion. Yeah, that's true. And way funnier jokes. Can we talk? Can we talk? Um, so he's an architect, but we don't see him architecting a lot. There's like no, two mostly scenes. just complaining. And he, yeah, the, there were like the one... two scenes where he had drawings with him, and he was like, "Well, now the, the first trip, the meet cute trip, Ugh, he was hat. on he was on his grand tour, so that he was architecting." He oh, was he was going to see all the architecture walkabout. Yeah, yeah. Was that Hitch, it? Hitchhike about. God damn it. Yeah, and he's we so he's traveling on the French the French countryside to look at buildings. Was that it? Yeah. A lot of architects do oh, this. Oh my god. Most and and some of the more uh, well known architecture schools, their third semester, third quarter, third year, mm-hmm. um, they they have like a a co op schools in italy and france and like i know kent state has that program as well where they have the opportunity to do i think it's a semester abroad but really it's just you know their ability to do they keep losing their passports too probably i wanted his passport i wanted his name his address scratched out on his passport <laughs> so he'd be, he'd be dead found in a... dead in a bus stop in new york city <laughs> oh nice. i wanted that to happen to albert Finney, <laughs> I am an architect. Ugh. God damn it, no. I did do my architecture checklist. Oh, great. So he was white. Mm-hmm. He wore khakis. Check. He had a vintage car. Stupid hat. Stupid hat. Yep, there was that. He ignored his family while he was doing his work, including his child who was tearing apart the hotel room. No, wait a that, minute. I got to I got to step in here because so this guy <laughs> Hold on, Roberta. This Vince, guy You just you just upset him. This guy cuz I remember this scene and this guy's working, all right? He's doing like the job that's paying the bills. And what the fuck is she doing? She's pissed off at him because he's not watching the kid. Well, she left the room because she asked, I have to go, I have to go not eat. So can you watch the kid while <laughs> right. I'm not eating? And when she came back, he said, he said, yes, I'm 31. Yes, I'll watch it. And came back and it was a mess in the room. So right. she got mad. Mostly because she was hungry. <laughs> yeah, I think all this could have been he solved with like a piece of pie. A nice, a nice cheeseburger. Are you hungry? Are you hungry? Are you hungry? I know you're just going to throw it up later. <laughs> No. She looked anorexic. It, she did. It was she, bad. 
too, oh, I mean, two fingers. Too late. <laughs> uh, then there was like a point, and this I knew that he wasn't a very good architect. When he uh, he looked at, uh, it was I think a kid was drawing a picture or something. He goes, ah, split level home, very good. I'm like, <laughs> no, not yeah, really. Not a good uh, I so <laughs> he had one client. One client. Maurice. Maurice. Was that the guy he met hitchhiking? Yeah, the the Bentley couple. And they, right. they, they were on so the side of the road car, and they got picked up. After their car smashed through the French hay farmers. Oh, yes. yes. Hay structure? That's a hay, yeah, it was. I don't know what that was. And I knew they were in France because they were all wearing berets, including the oh, farmers. God. I didn't notice that. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do with my oh, my, my hay bales? <laughs> what will I do now? The bells. I will have to uh, I have to put it elsewhere. So Maurice pays off the guy. It's just right. like he just throws money and everything. And... Right. So that's how he gets this gig, right? He just I think uh, hitchhiking. So. Yeah, because the friend Maurice says, "I'm just so upset. I hate my architect." And Audrey Hepburn goes, "I know an architect." And um, and at this point, we don't know what the fucking time period is because we've I already flashed no back, idea. flashed sideways. We don't know what's going on. And then she, they have, a, as we mentioned before, they have a kid. There's like one brief moment where he says like, uh, like, oh, in eight months, it's reference some time period. Well, yeah, because she she told him when they were staying in that fancy hotel mm-hmm. the first time when they were trying to sneak food in. Yeah. She told him, that's when she told him she was pregnant, so... Did th- she say those words? It was like... No, they did it in code. Yeah, so... It's like, like yeah, maybe they fucked, maybe not. Right? They, yeah. There was oh, that... I want to fuck you. That other couple's kid was on screen way more yes. than their kid. Caroline, yeah, so they... Yeah. they there's Ruthie. Yeah, they're hitchhiking, oh, Ruthie, and they but... hook up with uh, William Daniels, uh, and we all know <laughs> William... Kit, Michael, <laughs> no Ruthie, <laughs> Michael, they are after us. Do the rocket bu- boosters? He's Kit. Yep. Yes. And uh, yes. Yeah, and he they're they're playing they're these the woman. So it's William Daniels, his wife, and the little kid. And the wife was Albert Finney's ex girlfriend. Yes. And yes. is mm. this? And they chose to go on this. Uh, road trip with them, right? And that sweet station wagon. And this is two years <laughs> into marriage. Into marriage, and they do a lot of Benny Hill. With the cars, with the the little. I mean, that kid was like nine years old and using a potty seat. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, did you see how they they treated? They were like trying to reason with the kid. The kid would get pissed. Oh, no, that keys. kid needed a whipping. Yeah, threw the keys out the window, and it's just like, I'm not telling you where it is. And they're, they're trying to reason with her. Finally, Audrey Hepburn. That's the one part. It's like, where are the keys? Yeah. And she goes, they're right here. Boom, done. <laughs> they're trying to treat her like an adult. <laughs> yeah, oh, boy. Um, the, I watched this movie with the husband. He said, there are three lines when we finished watching it, and I was just staring at the the the... The, the Amazon you paid for the screen. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, and I just kept saying, uh, and Rob goes, there are three lines I liked in this movie. And the third line, why don't, ha- why don't snakes have nipples? <laughs> 
that was that's Rob's take on this movie. Speaking of nipples, <laughs> they, there's a scene where they get bit up by mosquitoes or something. And they're like worried about mosquitoes, and that was I think Audrey Hepburn got bit by him because I saw two on her chest because. Uh, I was my favorite line was, of course, no one miserable. should be ashamed of a flat chest. <laughs> no one, you should be ashamed. Saying... I'm just saying, I thought those were the two bites that she got from him. Sorry. I'm saying that people with flat chests have a lot to contribute to the world, and they shouldn't should necessarily be judged I by the I want to be a ballerina. <laughs> shouldn't be judged by the size of their chest. Mm-hmm. As flat a woman. And men with bulging <laughs> genitals running around, <laughs> catching each other. Uh, 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 a thing that annoyed me that was went throughout this movie is the Albert Finney's bogey impersonation. <gasps> yes, yes, I yes, know, yes. I, I I have a theory about this. Please tell me because it annoyed me. The, the theory heart. is Sabrina. She, uh, she you know, that famously hated Humphrey Bogart from I guess he didn't treat her well when they were shooting Sabrina. I could And she I, had an affair with um William Holden. Yes. And she wanted to have kids with him but he got snipped. He's like, sorry I can't I can't be with you. Um, and he was drunk half the time. Um, <laughs> he was a bit of a playboy. Like Albert Finney. <laughs> but that, Joanna. That's Joanna. <laughs> Joanna. Joanna, 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 Joanna. Once again, 31 years old. <laughs> and I'm an architect. Albert. What's his name in this movie? I don't even know his name. Mark. 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 Joanna. <laughs> That's a good point, though, because they did reference they he called her Funny Face in this movie, and she was in the movie Funny Face. Oh, that is I know that I was directed by Stanley Donan, who did this movie. I was missing Fred Astaire so bad, <laughs> <laughs> and his wig. Oh, oh man, that thing—that's even a wig. That's a pelt that fell from a tree. It just, like, landed. It just landed there. It's a sheet of moss. Yeah, it's just like slowly sliding off the side. The tag is sticking. Um, so we're going to reshoot this movie with the android from Spaceballs and Fred Astaire. I am in 100%. That dance scene was magical. There's a there's a scene where they where they're they're at the beach. I stole you some apples. <laughs> I stole you some apples. You're never gonna eat them. Um, they're at the beach and they're swimming and they kind of do like a from here to eternity type Ugh. of like. It ends with them getting sunburned on there. But like, Audrey Hepburn's wearing double swimsuit. In this, like she's wearing, she had to have been. She was, but she like she's wearing what you think is a like a one piece thing, and then she ends up taking off the shirt of it, and then she's wearing another one, oh, piece. another one piece. And it's really and weird. It right? all looked like it was made out of wool too. It yeah. was like, like it was like a wool her up somehow, so it didn't just. I bet they had to just hide her ribs or something, and that you could see her spine poking out. It was so creepy. Yeah, she looked like she just walked out of a concentration she camp. did she looked at her character was sad and she looked sad through this whole thing because she she was with, so there was no point hopeless. where they were happy to get the only time they were happy is when they jumped off that truck and they were at the mediterranean they're right. like woohoo we made it this is awesome and then like instantly set about making each other miserable again when, when they're at the beach he he runs or she go, runs off out of nowhere like she's just like i i'm leaving i'm never you know we're done and she runs and goes up the hill and he's just as a Joanna, get back yeah Joanna, maybe we should get married yeah. so at the end he finally just says 
well, maybe you should get married. And she's like, yes, I love you. It's like, this is damage. It's a forced relationship. She wants to get married. He doesn't want to get married. And then he's I, just like, I'm going to just give her what she well, wants. Well, because she's, ti- she's on a timeline, right? I mean, that was the whole thing is she was going to rejoin that group. The choir? Yes. And the touring if, choir? If, the chicken pot choir? If the he, chicken pox choir. If he had been smart, he would have been like, oh, I'll take you to meet up with them. And then he could have hooked up with Jackie, which would have been the relationship. But the thing is, the way this movie is cut, you... I fucking forgot about the choir by this point. Mm-hmm. I had no idea that was the timeline of she's going to run off and join this choir again. We're already on a flash sideways at this point. Yeah. I don't. I could not keep track of where we were. Yeah, there's like multiple points in their trip and multiple trips with multiple points. He's right. just like, I got no idea what's going on. I had no idea what was going on. But he's an architect. Yes. He's an architect. With one client. Well, with one, one client, client and they hang out at the beach where they're building the this client's right house. so did it take so 10 years did it take 10 years to build that place a, man i don't well what i do find strange they were doing the site work simultaneous to them hanging out on the beach yes 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 that's right they're, they're <laughs> lounging on the beach at their leisure and they're <laughs> that is leisure right there that, that was leisure, leisure. You know, they're you know, get, soaking up some rays, and well, then they're all no, she, some... she wasn't. She was wearing like a denim outfit. Yeah. She's, she, she's <laughs> wearing a very a fashionable <laughs> denim outfit. She's wearing a Michelin man suit <laughs> just to get a little bulk on And uh, and yeah, and he's doing like CA while this is happening or something like that. Sort right, of. but I do enjoy the mobile, <laughs> the mobile communication available and. Yes. The like when they plugged Emerisa's house. The yeah, Emerisa's house. house. So they've got this this like cherub oh, statue by the pool, and the butler brings the phone out and plugs the phone into like the, the... statue's belly button. Yes. <laughs> so that he could have a call. Man, by the that's pool. living. <laughs> <laughs> and during during this point, this you see one quick scene of him. Which never happens. Of him driving, and this hot piece of ass is driving next to him, beeping at him. Oh, that doesn't happen to you all the time? <laughs> it never happens to anybody. It was a Chevy Chase moment. It was a... It's exactly it. I mean, that's it. He's driving. He sees the hot girl next to him. She's beeping, smiling at him. And, and he's then, smiling back. He's smiling back. And, and then, then the cars just, like, divide and go... <laughs> they divide. But then next scene, he's walking out of the room. She's naked in bed because he just plowed her. It's so gross. In... And then he goes back to his Joanna. Wife, Joanna. And then he acts like such a prick when she goes off and like has an affair with David. Well, with the Frenchman, David. She did not do that discreetly. David. 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 So, oh, speaking of David, the character of David, did that not seem like a parallel to an episode of The Simpsons when Marge gets pissed at Homer because for Ooh, Mother's Day and the bowling coach? Yes. Gets, yeah. It was almost like yeah, point for point. Because he but, was frantic. Maj, take home him. <laughs> but that is like a vacation, too. It's like, I'm sure it's taken from, you know. Yeah, because there's a because they, they're in his Wait, glider. Wait, did Beverly D'Angelo cheat on um, Chevy This Chase? movie would have been upped a lot if Beverly D'Angelo was naked in the beginning of it. Gross. A la, well, or if it was so Beverly D'Angelo and up. Chevy Chase. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's keep pairing up Beverly D'Angelo with the most disgusting men in bed. Albert Finney is on that Finney. list, isn't he? Beverly. 
I'm 31. Okay. Um, Joanna. Joanna. He, and also their, their kid. Caroline. Caroline comes and goes. Yes. Like, I. You don't even see her as an adult or. No, like it, a it's, grown it's child. more like a sixth sense sort of thing where they're just. Yeah, was like, the kid what, real? Did, does anyone else see this kid? <laughs> this and all the while I'm thinking so so is he a sole proprietor does he work for a firm how does he invoice did, Maurice did, so he, he, did he give Maurice a proposal or is it just like you know I'm just or is he like Otho and he just lives with him? Otho <laughs> <laughs> I think this it kind of felt like like he was just part of the entourage it's like here's my Sherpa and here's my architect. Here's my brother <laughs> David. <laughs> I think I think this guy is a lot like uh, Louis I.K. I mean, he was taking calls. He's like, I gotta go to Rome. Yeah. You know, and he's going all over the place just to like he's searching for the next build. He's just trying to get business. It's really weird. And he stays in a lot of hotel rooms and he's probably jerking off in front of women and them just like Louis I.K. Just just coming out in a yeah. little hand towel. Yep. It's like, hey man, can you uh oh, can you rub some muscles shoulder shoulder muscles? Do you just think I'm ugly? Is that it? Do you think yeah. I'm ugly? Oh, it's because I'm fat, right? And I had this horrible hair piece. Look at me. <laughs> don't you look at me. <laughs> look no, at me. Don't do it. Don't say it. So <laughs> Vince Daddy. Daddy. No! Daddy. Oh, gross. It's so gross when you do that. It's so gross. It just sticks. It like bores. Oh, that ear. would have been a good pairing with Dennis Hopper and Audrey Hepburn. Like if it had a darker turn, then I think this movie would have been so much it very well could. It Of course so they're miserable because they're married. <sighs> Oh yeah, they just like do the whole thing. You see the couple, couple they'd watch couples eat and and the couples weren't talking. They're like they're probably married. <laughs> Chumps. Well, I mean... Who would sit in a restaurant and not talk to the other person? These people are so fucking pretentious. And it, there's just a tor- like the towards the end, three quarters of the way through. I, I'm I just threw my hands up. I'm like, get a divorce. Stop, knock it off. This True. is so True. Oh my god, it kept going back yes. and forth and it just get a divorce. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and the thing that really pissed me off about this, two for the road, and all the driving that's going on, and all their escapades, not one scene of Roadhead. In this whole movie. Not I thought it was gonna happen. I thought it was gonna happen. I thought Albert Finney was gonna be like, yes. <laughs> I just I thought Joanna. I thought Joanna. Joanna. Well, you know she doesn't like to she doesn't like to eat. Yeah, she so has too much calories. It's too much calorie. Yeah, too much protein. <laughs> but I thought I mean come on. <laughs> two and you remake this movie two for the roadhead. Oh god, even better. Even How about better. two for the roadhouse. Mm. Oh, they ended up in. Uh, if they've been driving they through go to the, the south <laughs> and end up at the the, the two poops. <laughs> I'm there. Double. That'd poop. be funny. They'd be sitting at a table being pretentious and saying, "I don't understand. Why would they? Why would they smash a bottle of another one's head? They must why be married. Why would they have chicken wire this, in front of the stage? The chicken wire is obviously <laughs> they enough. Mu- <laughs> they must be married." <laughs> Who's this man with long hair in the back and short in front, sitting at the bar, looking at us? Oh, we must be married. <laughs> I, I, Two for the road soda. At least be drinking on the road something. I don't know. Road scholar. Road, two for the road scholar. How about the two-cent solution for the road? Ugh. 
Do you know what this means? Do you people no. know what that means? The two cent solution. What so do you, mean, you people. You. Pe- <laughs> <laughs> so, if is you that grew up, digital if you, bigotry? <laughs> if you grew up in the country, um, when you got to put down your animals and use a gun, the ammo costs two maybe two cents. <laughs> Old yeller. Right. That's the two cent solution. That's the two cent solution. Yeah. Like when we had a cat that got really sick. So and- that's like when someone says, why would you spend thousands of dollars on karate when a bullet costs two cents? Yep. Yeah. There you go. Yep. I thought it was really, uh, we were watching the the credits and it said the script was inspired by the Vince Scalia memoirs. Mm. Um, I don't know. Can you tell us about um, when you wrote these memoirs and <laughs> yeah. your your, uh, your road trips with back, life back when I was a much younger older man <laughs> much younger older man <laughs> God, <damn>. he <laughs> he was <laughs> like <laughs> daddy <laughs> wants road sappy <laughs> road sappy why do you do this to me <laughs> road sappy so gross he was almost 20 years younger than me when he made this movie oh boy oh my i'm teeth it was not cast well it really was not i can't no no it wasn't i just thought well okay let how do i make it tolerable let's let's pretend that it's somebody better could we put gregory peck in that could we put dennis uh, hopper could you put uh (laughs) Cary Grant. Like, I just kept thinking, I, all, all I wanted to do He's, was watch, like, Charade. I, I wanted Darling. to watch anything, Yeah, but they already made a movie, Audrey. and it was a, it was a May-December. Yeah, and I want to watch any movie with Audrey Hepburn besides this one. Yeah, it's it it doesn't it didn't. And you work can see those moments where she just, me. there's that little Audrey Hepburn spark. How about like, Peter O'Toole? Oh, well, yeah, when, like, when she goes and like, tries to like, pick up the, the ping pong, but fucking ping pong! Uh-huh. He's playing... Uh-huh. Peter O'Toole were in uh, How to Steal a Million. Oh, that's right. We're playing ping pong in this again, and she. But when, when she goes and when she picks it up, there's Roger a little. Moore. Like she gives a little Audrey Hepburn face. <laughs> mm-hmm. You're like, oh, adorable, Joanna. cute. Yes. Oh boy, Roger Moore. Well, that would fit into the roasted chicken persona that Albert Finney puts off. He would again would have been too old, Roger Moore. Roasted I, chicken face. This Albert Finney is George the Hamilton. very definition of chick- roasted chicken. George Hamilton. He's got the, <laughs> the weird lips of the horse that you have out of It's like he just like had a little bit of nudgel of like chicken fat that just got caught in his throat. And his lips are all glossy. And he goes, Joanna, Joanna, Joanna. That's roasted chicken. Mm-mm-mm. <laughs> oh. Toto. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Oh, God damn. Uh, I think this would have been a better movie if they had picked a road trip and stuck with that road trip. The, like the, the first one. Like that, the, that yeah. two for the road. If they're just hitchhiking through Europe, great. Get two actually young people and, and make that movie and it's fine. But the you're you're right, the jumping back and forth is just a it's, it's too much mu- like I don't mind like fine like you want to show it throughout their lives and their relationship and all the same movie it, i just think it was poorly executed there were some there were some like cool like cutaways and how you think they're driving off but then behind the car it's them again but it's yeah 10 they, years th- those, those are nice those are wipes ni- yeah those are those are those are nice transitions but the thing is it was just i it wasn't executed i don't think it was executed properly and well, it was just confusing 
And Stanley and, Donen's a great director. The guy did fucking Singing in the Rain. He did On the Top. Like, he's a fine director. Music by Henry Mancini. Henry Man fucking Cini doing I, music. I wonder if it was just all driven by the budget where it's like, we're going to have a couple of locations and just do costume changes. You know, it's like, okay, roll in the other car, put him in, the, you know, the other clothes and put her hair up and okay, you, you know, you can shoot four scenes in one location and I mean, it's just over, right. you know, over time. I just feel, and that, you know, it's a lot of, it's the era of a lot of the zoom, you know, the fast zoom in, fast, you know, zooming back out, all that's, it, it's just, what, what this really work. suffered from was that nothing happened yes. through this whole movie. They 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 <laughs> drove like, they drove from one place to another and, and argued, mm. and nothing happened. Mm. Mm. It's true. It's like the the sex wasn't hot, and the fights nope. weren't epic. It was just sort of like the Lockhorns, you know, the whole way down the road, and it's just kind of miserable. Does it? And it just ends with them driving off. Were they driving? It, yes. Was it like together? And then it splits. The car splits. Uh, no, so I thought they ended happened? it with uh, she. They they're going into Italy from France. Oh, that's driving it. to Rome. And the he, new the new yeah, he Maurice. got a new job. And so he Mauricio. he's like, oh, I can't find my passport. passport she puts it on the steering wheel. Didn't he uh, uh, lean in for a kiss? He says, "Bitch." She says, "Bastard." Uh, Smooch. The end. Yeah, it's like I wonder what Jackie's doing now. So I just wa- I want to say that uh, I just recently saw a Botox commercial uh, today, <laughs> and the, in this Botox commercial is an architect working on his drawings on a draft board, and his little kids behind him were holding a, a blanket and like wanting to play with him. And this is about Botox. Has anyone seen this? No, no. but that sounds it's awesome. Crazy! This guy—it's just like Botox is going to extend you. You know, blood, blood makes you look. At, and it's a guy with on a draft table with architectural drawings. Wait, who's supposed to be taking the Botox? There's the children. It's all just—it's all just a man. It's just a man, and then like this lonely kid in the background going like, "Like, Daddy, play with me." Pretty much, Daddy, the, I, da- Daddy, I, I, Daddy, I want some playtime. Um, <laughs> but it's the most bizarre thing. This is art. This man, like, there's like Botox. It's great for you, and he's an architect. Please, huh. please watch. And he this. was working with pencils, <laughs> with pencils and a ruler well, and that's blueprints. What, that's what architects do. Yeah, we when walk around a, with rolls of drawings, drawings under our there's, arms, there's, and, we, and then when we walk into the room, outside. we kind of drop them all over the floor. We go, oh, ah. oh, I, uh. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> my drawings, <laughs> my drawings, my bongings, hey. Oh, oh. <laughs> I, yes. do, I do have this one note that I want to bring up. There was the big housewarming of the house that Albert Finney designed with the um, <laughs> with the sunken living room, and I swear you, to God, was this that was this the set from the party with Peter Sellers and Bertie Num Num? Totally. Yeah, the conversation pit. Oh my and god! And then there was like all the people dancing. It looked like mod peanuts. Like they all did the same little ding, dance, ding, 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 and it was just like one tiny little like. <laughs> Movement like one just had like these arms that were really straight and these, just swinging. It, they, back they weren't even forth. guests; they were just the entourage. Just like, like, oh, they let us out for a day. Oh god, 
It was so funny. I was, <laughs> I was like, I scream laughed at that one. And immediately Albert Finney goes and tries to well, fuck a chick in yeah, the party because she runs off to see. He tried to David. fuck David's uh, David's yeah, uh, fiance. <laughs> it's just so damaged. The whole thing's damaged. Get a divorce already. Well, I want to see, you see two the, for the Did you see house. those weird statues they brought? They brought like these. Right. Like strange, oh. like this is for your living room. This right. is a housewarming gift. And did I mention thirty-one years old? And I'm an architect. Ugh, and I like roast. I'm an architect. I like roasted chicken. Is she a great big fat person? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I have very little notes because this movie made my brain hurt. <laughs> you, do you want to know how little notes I have about this movie? I'm talking about a Botox commercial <laughs> that has an architect in it who won't play with his kid. That is the next episode. We can dive deep into that. Into that commercial. Deep. Oh, let's dive deep into that commercial. If anyone has any, uh, if anyone has seen that commercial, please uh, email us at info at starkatexpodcast.com because I want to hear your insight on how lonely this child is and how pretentious this dad is. And the dad cannot cry because yes. of so much Botox. <laughs> he doesn't smile. He's smiling. Just can't you can't see it. <laughs> And I want to know people's uh, storylines for Two for the Roadhouse. Oh, I, and I, I like also that. want to know people's storylines for the porn Two for the Roadhead. Ooh, I want to even better. That. Yeah, thank you. Oh, and I want to Full hear people's sappy. ideas for <laughs> ideas for two cent solution for the road. <laughs> We're going well, to go kill this dog. If, if you are going to hitchhike through Europe, don't wear light colored denim because it shows dirt. Shows a lot of dirt. He looked really grubby. That's a good time through commercial. the through the whole through the yeah. If if it had come out, if he had actually used a washing machine at some point, that would have been a good Tide commercial. But he looked grubby. She looked fine. Like she had a new set of clothes. For she the whole... had clothes from the future. They don't get stained. Well, the and the, the dirt doesn't stick to the vinyl. Uh... The black plastic. <laughs> if the plutonium rays don't <laughs> stick to it, the dirt's not going to stick to it. Well. She was prototyping the uh, hot dog on a stick uniform. Stop. It was Mary Quant. She's amazing. She might have designed that uniform. So now we bring up the question, would you hire this design professional? Vincent A. Galea, would you hire Mark... Wait, what was his name? Mark Ruffalo. Mark Wallace. Mark Wallace? No, I would not because he's obviously... Well, he has two first names. That and time and material, man. He just he his his business model is to bill until someone says uncle. Truth. And he fucked up the electrical in that place because they all had to like jump up and down to get the lights to come on. Yeah, what was up with that? Yeah, because he he's a shitty architect. He didn't coordinate. That wasn't the he didn't. That wasn't the he didn't coordinate the MEP, and he wasn't there for the you know. For proper sight They're not looking at the specs. Come on. You know, they're cutting corners. Oh, they're cutting corners. They're cutting corners. When, yeah, <laughs> they're at the party, the lights keep going off, and the host goes, everyone, jump! Jump up and down! This will turn it back on, and... Well, it is in France. It is in France. <laughs> they aren't union. They are, they're a lot of union. A lot of union. 
Jeff Walensky, would you hire Mark Wallace as your design professional? Uh, no. Um, because I feel like instantly his buildings will look as old as he does. Instantly. <laughs> and all smell like chicken. And all smell like chicken. <laughs> Roasted chicken. Roasted chicken. Our court mores. Because then roasting chicken needed the money. So would you hire this gentleman to be your architect? I would not. To have and to hold? <laughs> no. I would, no, I would not hire Mark Wallace. Um, but he's the lover type. I think he would treat, I mean, he does. He treats women like shit. I think he would like just totally be a total. Well, it was a much different time, too. You know, Rick. It was, yeah. it, it, we were supposed to treat women poorly back then. I mean, then. he was massive prick he's a giant dick and he wasn't listening to maurice he was not listening to his client he also used the the phrase that makes me totally nuts um people are making names not things he mentioned that one Mm -hmm. um and i think it was that that was a stab at louis Kahn. you think yeah in 67 oh (laughs) well okay michael graves (laughs) i am um but he he had that well yes he was doing the you bill him till they cry uncle but i think it was i have a vision but i don't know what that vision is yet but once i get there i'll know it's there and to me that's not a very focused design professional that is someone who is uh, a hobbyist that has no focus i mean the whole point of being a professional is that you have a talent that you can hone and make a living from it and have discipline to know when to dial it back and when to bring it forward. Mm. And I just, I didn't see that when he was a quote unquote professional with Maurice and he was blurring the line way too much with the level of familiarity in that Otho kind of way where it's like, I was waiting for him to just, you know, jump into his kimono and start drinking <laughs> Bellinis in the morning with him. <laughs> Was he were, was Albert Finney like living with him? Was that the thing? I mean, While this was being well, built they were definitely or... all vacationing in the same place, right? Yeah, like, oh and who are you as Maurice as the client? Do you think is he being my friend that I can rely on as a friend, or is he just another person who is trying to take my money? Sponging off yeah. the you know, well, he's part of the entourage. It's like, hey, you know, yeah, I can go buy some pills for you. I think Maurice. I think Maurice was a is a, is a dipshit. Yes. He met this guy hitchhiking. Well, he's a bit of a user, too, he says, I think. He says, I'm an architect. He's like, you're an architect? I would hire you. So he hires him, and then he... How bad was his other architect that... Yeah, <laughs> he just hires a guy that he picks up off the road. Right, um, and his wife says, he's an architect. He's an architect. And <laughs> Yeah, and it, it, it it's like, but he has Maurice like wrapped around his finger. He's like, oh, I just need 10 minutes with you. I, I the, the electrical and... and He's just like, man, fuck yeah, and I'm going to try to bag this bird yeah. over here. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to try to bag this bird over here. This bird over here. It's a chicken. She's <laughs> a great big fat person. <laughs> when RJ Hepburn asked him, uh, because she's pregnant, he's like, do you think I'll be fat? And I'm sitting there going, no, never. You could have quadruplets and you'll never be fat. Skin and bone. The scarecrow. It was nasty. The scarecrow and Mark Wallace. 
<laughs> I'd watch that. Yeah. <laughs> Even with Albert Finney? Yeah. Nope. <laughs> no. As, as the Scarecrow. No. Oh. Uh, Mrs. King, right? Yeah. Scarecrow and Mrs. King, yes. <laughs> <laughs> he does. Albert Finney is amazing in drag. Oh, boy. <laughs> Which leads me to our next part of the show, Alive or Dead. Vincent J. Galea. Yes. Albert Finney, alive or dead? He is alive. Jeff I'm going to say alive. Yeah, he's alive. He's alive at 81 years old. He, he was in the. He was, he was in the Harry Potter, um, James Bond movie. <laughs> yeah, I thought the he home, was the Home Alone scene. I thought he was 81 <laughs> in 1967. <laughs> he's a vampire. Sleep all day. He's a vampire. Party all night. Harry never Potter. Grow, never die. He's a lost boy. <laughs> Young Master Bond. <laughs> what did you say you did for a living again? He always seems like he has like a lot of spit going on, Albert Finney, when he talks. Like, yeah, like he seems like it's, someone who it was that, that roast chicken thing. It's, 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 it seems like he'd have like the. I have the, I have the slap mouth. Slap <laughs> <Or> mouth. <laughs> that he, or that he'd have like that white Trap. spit. <laughs> Yeah. You can't believe me understand what I'm saying. Put on your subtitles. Put on the subtitles. My horse. My horse. I, I'm sure he he did a lot of Shakespeare. Yeah, he was a Shakespearean oh. actor. I'm sure he tore it up as Richard the Third. <laughs> My kingdom for a horse. Oh, for the love. <laughs> Elsie DeWolf, noted designer and author of The House in Good Taste. Vince, alive or dead? Elsie DeWolf. I don't have any idea. So, alive. Okay. I don't want to give anyone the kiss of death. Hmm. Dead. (laughs) Jeff Walensky. Dead. Dead? Dead. Yeah, she's dead. She died July 12, 1950. (laughs) Jeff Walensky, Philippe Stark. Philippe Stark. Philippe Stark? Oh, Stark. Philippe. Stark, alive or dead? I'm going to say he's alive. And Vincent? Alive. He is alive at 69 years old. And you know... It's Vince's favorite number. There is a... uh, One of my favorite (laughs) Philippe Stark, apart from his beautiful faucet that everyone wants, um, he designed the ceramic cat-shaped toilet brush holder. Oh. Didn't he design... I heard he was very anal as a designer, so that makes complete sense. Yeah. I thought the juice squeezer was the thing everyone oh, wanted. Oh God, that sounds awesome. The the it looks no idea. Or juice squeezer. It, it looks like the model of a. Um... Daddy wants a juice. Squeezer. Stop it! <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> I'm out. Oh Vince, you'll maybe you'll get this one. I got the last he's one. A, he's Italian. He's your people. Oh your yeah. People. Oh I oh I know him. <laughs> Mario Buata. Nope, don't. Uh, what? <laughs> you don't know him? Oh, we didn't grow up on the same block. <laughs> oh, so Mario Buata. Alive or dead? Um, I'm going to, again, if I don't know, I'm going with alive. All right. I don't want to give the kiss of death thing. Jeff Walensky? I'm going to say he's uh, muerto. He is alive at 83 years Ooh. old. Known for uh, designing the president's guest house and Blair house. Wait, the president's as in Donald Trump? As in, like, the people's president. I'm sure it was, like... So, George Washington's. And a witch house? 
Exactly. Yeah, Blair. Blair's and finally, house. it's a witch house. Yeah. Noted pe- television producer who brought us Doogie Howser, MD, NYPD Blue, Hill Street Blues, and LA Law, Stephen Bochco, alive or dead? Dead. He has done a ton of cocaine, but I'm going to say he's alive. He's dead. Fuck. He died April 1st, 2018. Really? Yeah. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> so, final tally, Vincent. I didn't want hey, to give you a Galea, you hey. are the winner this hey. episode. Do you have questions, comments? Are you ready for the challenges Jeff, Vince, and I have presented to you from this horrible fucking movie? <laughs> Let us know. Info at starkitectspodcast.com. Starkitects with an S. Podcast.com. Hey, you must be the architect. What? <laughs> <laughs> Or you can DM us at Instagram. Uh, you could that do sounds that dirty. No, no, Daddy wants a DM. DM. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> you can also follow us on Facebook. We like people following us on Facebook. Our next episode, we will have a guest. This time, I promise. Uh, it will be The Frighteners with Michael J. Fox. Are you guys ready for it? A little Ooh. bit of horror. Oh, yeah. Not so much suspense. Not so much a... What would we call Two for the Road? It wasn't a romantic comedy, was it? No, there's like no, no romance in this whatsoever. No, it felt like work to watch this. <laughs> it was a it was a drama. It, sure. it was like one of those weird And you could save that drama for your mama because I don't want it. They only really? showed on TV, you know. It, that's oh, like it, it needed a lot of commercial breaks to break up the monotony. <gasps> that would have been so awesome if there were commercials. Like Botox? <laughs> a Botox commercial. Yeah. <laughs> You know, and a kitty cat brush. Hey, kitty you know, toilet brush. I know how I know how architects like to draw their lines, but they don't want to wear those lines. Oh. Oh. Botox, suck my balls. <laughs> well, that's it. That's the episode. Thanks. Architects is a Penzac production. Executive producers: Roberta Pennington and Jeff Wolinski. Logo by Joel Wolinski. Technical direction by Tom Navarez. Music by Better is the Enemy. Your reviewers today were Vince Scalia, Jeff Walensky, and Roberta Pennington. Your Starkitects, Vince Scalia, Jeff Walensky, and Roberta Pennington. Opinions of this show are solely those of the reviewers and not intended to be followed as professional advice or service. Me, I'm Eliza Allen, and I'm done.